Hi, Alex. Hey, how are you? I'm, I'm good, I'm good. It's the end of the week. Yep. All right, we've got Jeremy here in the window just making <laughs> sure because we have a hybrid setup now. Like, I don't want to say too much, but, you know, the with all the... Uh, the, the, the fuss around the, the podcasts were uh, upgrading our setup That's but now true. we're kind of half upgrading there's the new camera some things on the lights you know for some reason we have these chairs which but apart from the microphones the microphone are old and uh, so anyway uh, a lot of a lot of things around here and uh, Jeremy's checking because obviously he doesn't want to us to speak for <laughs> all this time for nothing all right so um Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about Salesforce. But before we do, can you just do a quick intro uh, about yourself? Quick background. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm a solutions guy. Let's say I've been a solutions guy all my life, and I started as a chemical engineer. I ended up with a, as a solution guy, software engineer. Hmm. Yeah, I started in business processes, supply chain, and then I migrated slowly to technology. I wanted to understand why technology people was like uh, saying no to my request when I was in the business. So I tried to figure it out that way. And then you joined uh, LID helping us, you know, on the sales, uh, the pre-sales engineering process on ERPs, mm. warehouse managements. But you have, your your role has evolved and now has been is um, more precise, not more precise, I should say, but targeting at a new uh, practice, mm -hmm. which is Salesforce, right? Yeah. yeah. The main idea why Salesforce and was brought to the picture is really to complement our services and supply chain because when we think of Salesforce is known as a CRM, mm -hmm. but I mean oh, a CRM, a customer, customer relationship. relationship management tool. But yeah. I mean, it's it's way much more than that. It's when we think of of an operation in distribution manufacturing. Uh, you think of all the transactions going on internally, but there's a lot of relations internally and with external environment <laughs> to make sure that the results will be there. Yes, so so today, the, the, the purpose of today's discussion is around how Salesforce can be used, not only at, well, we're, we're not gonna talk about the CRM part, but rather mm -hmm. in the context of supply chain, how the software can, uh, contribute, support, help um, supply chain operations um, and and kind of distinguish it also versus the other softwares that obviously are used to plan and execute on supply chain activities. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, as we, as we think of how everything starts, let's say, I mean, we have the client in the beginning and the client in the end, the customer in the beginning and the customer in the end. So if we were selling products or services or anything like this. You have to capture that demand. You have you have this relationship with your client or customer and you can have like a website, e-commerce, you can have someone calling in, you can have multiple ways for these orders to come in and we call about we call it omni channel. Mm -hmm. So when you receive the orders then you have people taking orders, could be salespeople in the field, could be customer service desk or anyone. And then these orders will be processed through the operations down to the delivery uh, in the field, if that's the case, or in delivery uh, to the customer tool. So, so it, it, it's interesting because you're saying from from uh, like the, the the customer has there is a relationship with the customer throughout 
uh, every step of yes. of the, the 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 supply chain, or at least I should say the distribution from the moment they place an order, mm -hmm. uh, at, let's say at, uh, at certain organizations until all the way that it receives uh, its goods. Mm -hmm. So, like, how is that? Before we talk about that, that process and, and the steps, like how is this? How does that um, relate to the ERP and the warehouse manager or other, as I said, planning and planning and and uh, execution uh, software? Maybe kind of explain where it has a role um, mm. or where it's being used. I could say, and then we can fall into like the specificity. Yes, if we think of let's say, an ERP system, which is the, the main mission of an ERP system, was to break the silos within an operation, mm -hmm. right? So we're talking, I can have the order being, I didn't take the orders, I can have the order being, uh, the inventory allocated to the orders properly, and f keep the steps for the fulfillment mm -hmm. after up to the delivery. So this is all coordinated and also supported by finance in a, in a big loop. So, and you can have other systems like trans transportation management systems or warehouse management systems complementing the, the shop floor to the delivery for planning and etc. down to the delivery. Obviously the ERP takes care also of all the planning for replenishment, for inventory um, management and etc. So that is internal to the operation. Mm -hmm. This is obviously there to serve the customer mm -hmm. in the end to meet the customer requirements but this is transparent to the customer. The yeah, customer the, the, doesn't the, care. He the, doesn't see He that. doesn't interact with doesn't those. Interact the customer does not those. interact with those okay. systems. But there are interactions internally because if you think of sales and the operation, in most situations there's a still a gap in communication between the two. The operations in all those steps in execution or fulfillment of a given order, they are much more streamlined. Sometimes operations, sales, they are in the field or they have like these moody channels to deal with customer demands and stuff that they cannot promptly respond to mm -hmm. without knowing more or without a, a, a very close link to the operations. Meaning, I'm in sales, but if I don't have visibility on on inventory, on what's coming, on what's the pipeline, or market, my capacity or capability to deliver, I cannot close a deal, I cannot close an order. Or if I do, without having that, I can put an order in place that's gonna not gonna be met by my operations soon, and my client's going to be frustrated. Mm -hmm. So, one of the things that this that it does internally to an operation is to bring sales and operations much closer, mm -hmm. interacting internally within a company, so they can have that uh, interaction that's necessary. One example: I, I work with a company, and they were saying one of the things when I have a call and I want to close a deal. Price is important, but even more important for us is my ability to, on the fly, tell the client, yes, I can deliver that to that date. And without this bridge or this link, they don't have that visibility. They have to call the operations to figure out, and they don't have the ability to promise the date to the client. So uh, a system like Salesforce uh, or Salesforce allows to provide the visibility to the person who's directly interacting with the customer to make promises that, in theory, they'll be able to fulfill. Yes, not, I would say not only the promise to say in terms of capability or, or availability, but also when I'm closing an order, I want to make sure I'm profitable, for example. 
-hmm. If I'm, I'm being under pressure, uh, if I have inventory to offload, if, I, if this is being profitable or no, as I was saying, if I can have information, again, this information is coming from the ERP, if I have that information on the fly as I place the order, it's going to help me see if I can upsell, if I can give another promotion or got another discount or anything and close the deal and have more revenue. And, and, and stay within the boundaries of the objective. But that's interesting. It's not about can or cannot, but mm -hmm. also uh, the, yeah, the, the, uh, be, being able to gauge the, um, well, you say the profitability mm -hmm. of, of doing uh, X or Z. Okay, so is it worth to, to, to go to the next? Because I, I like how you broke down. You say, mm -hmm. well, the, uh, during that, that life cycle or the interaction with a, com uh, with a customer, mm -hmm. well, you want to talk about the three main areas where uh, Salesforce will uh, play a role in, yeah. in that operation, which is at the beginning, at order entry, mm -hmm. uh, somewhere in the middle, mm -hmm. <laughs> at order allocation, mm -hmm. and towards the end, uh, when it's time to deliver. Yeah, amazing. Because the first portion, I mean, if you think of order entry, is pretty much aligned with what we're just talking about here, is not only someone in, in, in customer service having visibility or taking calls or interacting with a customer, is also an alignment with these different sources. When I have a call and I check, for example, inventory in front of me or anything for me to help, to help me close this, this deal, if I have at the same time orders coming from a website, mm -hmm. you know, competing with the same inventory I'm seeing, I may promise something that's not good enough, that's not, you know, realistic. So one of the things Salesforce does at the order entry level, not only linking or bringing all that information from supply chain and vice versa to facilitate what I need to do for me to do my job in sales, let's say, in an efficient way and profitable way. Because we want to meet customer requirements or, or, or demands, but we want to make sure we are profitable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, in that sense, uh, it also looks uh, to the outside, to these other sources of orders, and orchestrate all of this for this visibility of these steps to be aligned. So does that mean that it's near real-time or almost real-time information? As you yes. say, when there's a com <laughs> when two um, salespeople are competing, potentially competing, mm -hmm. to sell inventory to, yeah. uh, to a customer, mm -hmm. you, you actually need, it has to be real-time. Yes, these different channels are competing, as you say, yeah. and these different channels are under the same platform. So yeah. Salesforce has marketplace. Okay, so you can have your website, you can have your B2B or B2C portals in there, all connected to this platform, the same platform that's going to be linked to your supply chain. So everybody's looking at the same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, just because I'm thinking about a certain operation, mm -hmm. call it in the in the meat uh, uh, meat uh, supply chain food, but specifically around uh, protein, let's say, mm -hmm. and. Uh, in that industry, you could a, a lot of the sales are done over the phone as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. So someone who's talking on the phone with a customer will basically have is, is have access to the platform. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Yes, they're gonna have you know, and if they have like colleagues covering pretty much the same region, they will be like, you know, reaching out or picking up things from the same inventory. They're gonna be seeing as it goes real time. Mm -hmm. So it's all in the same. Uh, so that's the benefit. 
And so as we go from there, this this person at, in this role, once he's gonna or she's gonna be promising uh, date to something. Sometimes what what happens is this happens in sales. It's kind of order allocation or inventory allocation to the mm -hmm. order, but it's informal. So it's communicated like in a broken way to the ERP. So by the time that is communicated and arrives to the ERP for fulfillment, it's already being allocated somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So this bridge, what it does is, is the, the salespeople, they can see the inventory, they can see what's coming in the pipeline, they can see if they are in, on back order, and they can trigger already soft allocation of inventory that's gonna be passed on to the ERP, confirmed, and they can place a PL that's gonna, I have a demand here associated to this order, so commit. So when the, the ERP receives that for fulfillment, which is the next step, it's all streamlined, it's all aligned, it's all already confirmed. It's not like someone just called, I got an email, or it's like, it's not broken in that in that process. So the workflow mean? ties every piece. It's fluid, yep. you know? Yep. So that is important because it makes sure that when you get to, you're gonna respect, because customers, it's not about customer experience with your company. Customers are happy, not only if your product is, is good or the price is good, but Companies uh, 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 expect more and more today, or companies are not people. Customers. Customers <laughs> expect more and more today to be to have great product, right, great, uh, fast delivery, and etc. So when they're they're placing an order, and you confirm an order. You know you cannot just go in there and say, "Oh, oops, uh, it's a mistake." I mean, I I leave that as a customer, and it's really frustrating to have someone saying. Oh, by the way, you place an order here, but it's on back order. Mm -hmm. It happens because of that. Mm -hmm. Because you of know. the disconnect among exactly. the different nodes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then, well, let's say uh, inventory, no mistake, the inventory has been allocated is to a customer. Mm -hmm. uh, what happens next, or how do we? Yeah. How does Salesforce support the? So another, the next component is a component around um, uh, order fulfillment and orchestration. So if you have all these orders, so there's this pre-confirmations done, but then I have to further dispatch and orchestrate this to different warehouses and support that. There is this order management capability within Salesforce that is basically other order management system, but this is within Salesforce that does exactly this. It's gonna have much more room for business rules that will be complex to send signals to, for example, WMS systems in the floor to how to properly execute those orders based on priorities or anything that may be relevant for the business. Because mm -hmm. more and more there will be complexity to deal with one rule on top of the other. And in most systems it can become pretty custom or cumbersome to manage. But within Salesforce can be really um, user friendly. You're saying rather than try and, I shouldn't say bastardize your ERP, but try to make compromises within the set of functions or tools that exist to apply some business logic, Salesforce has been designed in order to give you uh, a lot of flexibility. Is that the yeah. way to if think about it? If we can compare that, if, if you think of, a, of, a, of two squares, one square, the ERP, a black square where is the core of the system that you shouldn't touch. Mm -hmm. If you touch it, you're going to break it. And there's a leeway around it where you can change, customize, and flexibilize the system. Let's say within Salesforce, that black box is much smaller. Mm -hmm. It's like a box of Legos that you can, as you put the Legos, the Legos are the objects, as you put them together, 
they're going to be consistent. They're going to work fine. You don't break the system. So you have more leeway okay. in those business rules. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then on the, uh, so you talk about managing that order, and then on the delivery side, mm-hmm. how, how <laughs> does, what comes into play? Yeah, because if you think of um, the steps for delivery, if let's say I have the orders that they're picking lists and the, the floor, and they start doing that based on they obviously going to be sequencing that to make sure the loading in the truck is based on the stops that you're going to make and the routes that you're going to be delivering and everything. This can be well managed by WMS and TMS system internally. Okay, But what Salesforce does is by the time the truck is out the door and up to the point that the customer receives that, it could be like B2C example, but it could be an example of distributing Food, uh, ser- food service distribution, for example, yeah. where it's critical to receive at a given time for continuity of the operation of restaurants or hospitals or anything like that. So mm-hmm. in an example like that, it's this last mile delivery is ex- as important, if not more important, than any other steps that you uh, you work on to prepare that delivery. Mm-hmm. Meaning that when the drug's out of the door, you have the routes. Salesforce can plan those routes can optimize the route, meaning, okay, okay, I have a route established here, but then there's traffic, then there's an accident, or someone calls in, I have to add something to that delivery, another stop, and optimize the route, make sure that this is going to happen in the day, but by wait, the time they need S- it. Salesforce is not trying to replace uh, a route optimizer, or? No, Salesforce in the field, I mean, it's, again, in the same spirit that this is a relational part of your supply chain mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So all of this, if I'm customer service here and I get a call, I know exactly where my driver is, how many how, how, how many minutes they are from your house, or if the truck is okay, and any anything that the customer is asking, I'll have the visibility as well. Yeah. Okay, but just so, even the so I understand. So, yeah. so on the Salesforce part again is to inform. Uh, customer service, for instance, uh, to, 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 to provide accurate data to the sell, the, sell, uh, the customer service that then can inform the customer. Mm-hmm. But Salesforce in that case would feed off potentially, uh, not potentially, if, if there's a, a, a route optimizer or a, a transportation management tool mm-hmm. that's in place for delivery when there's multiple stops on the route, mm-hmm. the, the optimization is not within Salesforce. Yes. Really? It is. We can in there, in there you can plan the route, you can the stops, you can schedule, you can dispatch, and on the fly you can optimize it. Okay. I mean, and it's much less cumbersome. And again, because most optimizers, let's say, are niche solutions satellite to the other solutions. Yeah. Right? This solution is, you know, linked, is the same platform as you're going to have many other components, so it's the mm-hmm. same backbone. So you don't need to, it's not something satellite just for that. So because in this delivery steps, as the the driver, the driver can interact with the client, the client can be receiving messages, they can take approval of receipt, they can take a Mm -hmm. signature. If it's a technician, because some other companies do actually service, not only products, you can have your technicians actually accessing the tool, being dispatched, assigned, based on their capacity, but based on their capability. Oh, this technician can do this job. This technician cannot do that job. Yeah. So you do that, 
in dispatch and in the field you can have people executing collecting hours payments and everything closing the work order or delivery order and closing the loop back to the ERP system very interesting and yeah because we have numerous uh, you know clients that we work with that has you say field technicians either mm -hmm. they have to go and repair something yeah. and uh, so that installation has or in install exactly and that has been uh, quite uh, appealing to them yes all right anything else you want to add no i think it's just much more important really is really to demystify this transactional versus the relational mm -hmm. because these components yes you're, you're you're finalizing the transaction but they have components relationship with your client across the board so that's that's why that salesforce was uh, as known as crm because it's really focused on the relational part of the this business components well alex thank you very much that was insightful i appreciate very much thank you so much all right take care take care